Hey guys, we are super disappointed not to be able to meet in person today. Uh, but we thought we'd send you a message from our kitchen uh, with the Christmas tree here in the back so that you can really start to get into that Christmas spirit. Um, this is such a beautiful season. It is the season of Advent and we love all the traditions about family and food and gifts around Christmas time. But this morning, I really want to focus on a few reflections from Scripture that really just pull our attention and our devotion right onto the real meaning of Christmas, which is, of course, our precious Jesus. Um, so around this time of year, from when the kids were really little, they are given on the 1st of December, we put up the Christmas tree, and they are given an Advent calendar. And that starts the countdown until the 25th of December. Each day they open a little window and they get a little treat, a little chocolate, and it's one day closer to Christmas. Christmas is coming. And it builds up the sense of anticipation and excitement. Advent means coming in Latin. And for us, it is a period of preparation for the celebration of the birth of Jesus to retell and to remember this wonderful, awe-inspiring miracle. He's coming, he's coming. 2,000 years ago, the miracle and wonder that the King of Kings and Lord of the whole universe was born as a vulnerable baby in a cattle barn surrounded by dried grass and dung, that he left behind his divinity and took on humanity so that he would not leave us separated and broken and in the mess of sin, but come into our world to rescue and save us and make him one with himself. I pray that the wonder of this Christmas story, just like little children are surrounded by this wonder at Christmas, that your hearts would be stirred by the wonder of the miracle of the Christmas season. Can we be overcome with beauty and wonder for the story of Jesus again? I want to read two scriptures. Uh, these are from Isaiah. So they were prophesied about Jesus coming as a little baby hundreds of years before he was born in Bethlehem. Isaiah 7 verse 14 says, The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and we will call him Emmanuel. Emmanuel, God with us. Friends, the greatest gift of this Christmas season is that the presence of Jesus is with us. Jesus himself, joy, prince of peace, the love of God with us. And may you be aware of that greatest gift, the presence of the Holy Spirit with you during this Christmas season. And then Isaiah 9 for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. 
it's one of my favorite favorite Christmas reflection scriptures because it focuses on all of the aspects of the Trinity that come in the gift of Jesus, that he would be our counselor in the Holy Spirit, that he would be our everlasting father, that he would be our mighty God, and that he would be prince of peace to us. And it ends with saying, the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. You see, Advent is not only about Jesus coming as a little baby and the story 2,000 years ago, but actually it is also about anticipating Jesus coming again. The return of our King of Kings and Lord of Lords, where he reconciles everything in heaven and earth and restores it to its original purpose. You see, friends, we live in the kingdom now and the kingdom still coming. Through the gift of salvation, we receive oneness, union with Jesus. We receive the kingdom of heaven as we are seated with him in heavenly places. And his spirit being in us, bringing the kingdom of heaven here to earth through our lives, we get to experience the miraculous. We get to experience the authority and the atmosphere of heaven, the very atmosphere of King Jesus himself in our lives and through our lives. And we get to see the restoration uh, and the reconciliation of people and, and circumstances to God through the gift of salvation. But when Jesus comes on the second coming, when he comes as King, and, as King of Kings and Lord of Lords, all of creation will be in perfect harmony. All will be restored to its original, original purpose. Friends, he is still the one that brings light in the darkness. I want to quickly hop to Genesis 1, where really the story began at the very beginning. The story of Jesus began in the very first word of the scripture and the very beginning of time. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good and he separated the light from the darkness. He spoke the word of God and the light was separated from the darkness. Now I want to parallel that with the opening of John, John 1, where John tells us that it is Jesus that is the word of God. This parallels Genesis 1 so powerfully. The word was first, the word present to God, God present to the word the word was God in readiness for God from day one. So there in this mystery of the Godhead, the family of the Trinity, we see the Father, the Son, and the Spirit at the dawn of creation, Jesus himself being the word. Everything was created through him, through Jesus. Nothing, not one thing came into being without him. What came into existence was life, and the life was light to live by. The life light blazed out of the darkness, and the darkness couldn't put it out. The life light was the real thing. Every person entering life, he brings into light. 
He, Jesus, was in the world, and the world was there through him, and yet they didn't even notice. That night in Bethlehem, there were some shepherds in the hills and some uh, wise men watching the stars that noted that the King of Kings and Lord of Lords was born on that wintry night. But most of the world didn't even notice. He came to his own people, but they didn't want him. But whoever did want him, who believed he was who he claimed, son of God, and would do what he said, he made to be their true selves, their child of God selves. For you and I who have believed in Jesus, who have received the gift of salvation, friends, we've become our true selves, our sons and daughters of God selves. You see, the word Jesus became flesh and blood, and he moved into the neighborhood that Christmas Eve, that Bethlehem evening. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory, like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. You see, Jesus is the word that brings light. He is the light that pierces the darkness. And just like in Genesis, when the world was in chaos, Rob's been speaking about tohu vabohu, chaos, formless, darkness, the light comes into that darkness and brings creation, brings order, brings the wisdom and the creation of God. That is what, is what Jesus is still doing inside you and me, friends, in our lives, through our lives, looking at the chaos and the darkness and just the craziness around us. He is the light that pierces that darkness, that brings peace and order, that brings the realm of, of the kingdom of heaven through the Holy Spirit into those spaces, bringing the wisdom of God, the truth of God, the beauty of God, the healing of God. Let us prepare our hearts to reflect on the story of his coming 2,000 years ago during this Christmas season, the gift, Isaiah 9, of Jesus. But let us also prepare our hearts for the return of the King, the return of our King. And friends, as we look to 2022, I want us to reflect on the story of Mary. And you can find that in Luke 1. Go and read it in your own time. But it's this beautiful story of Jesus' mother, this young teenage girl. She must have been 14 or 15 years old. And the angel of the Lord appears to her and tells her she is going to be the one to birth the Messiah, the Savior of the world. That could not have been easy. It says she was really troubled by what happened. And yet... She put her hope and her joy and her excitement in the plans and purposes of the Father. So the Holy Spirit overshadows her and Jesus is born within her. And in that moment, she becomes part of the great story of salvation, the plans and purposes of the Lord in her life and through her life for our, throughout history. And friends, that is my prayer that our lives would become something of a womb to be overshadowed by the Holy Spirit so that the plans, the purposes, the very heart of the Lord would be displayed in and through our lives as we see this salvation story playing out yet 
for all the years to come. We believe we are going to see revival in every area of our lives. We're going to see relationships restored. We're going to see the wisdom, the creativity of, of the Father displayed through our lives, healings and salvations. We want to see what we sang last week, that the streets would be full of his glory, that salvation would move here in our city as well as around the world. So can I ask you to prepare your heart, to prayerfully uh, commit to the Lord your surrendered life, that your life would be something of a womb for his plans, his purposes, his very nature, the beauty of our Father to be displayed in and through our lives in 2022. So our prayer is, Lord, here I am, fully surrendered to you, just like Mary, and waiting to be a participator, a partner in everything that you are doing and saying for 2022. We love you guys. Rob is sitting here in the kitchen with me, sending so much love to you all. Have a blessed, a safe Christmas season. Enjoy the gift of his presence with you. We love you. We'll see you in January.